Hello, everyone. This is Chloe Caron. Welcome to my season two podcast, Empower Your Team. I cannot believe it. Yes, we are at season two. Many of you have asked us, when are you going to have the season two? There it is. We are launching it. Really excited. If you've not listened to the first season, go, go and go and listen. So many great leaders sharing their experiences, their thoughts, their tips. You will learn a ton. You will be inspired a ton. And uh, I know you will be with this season two as well. This We've got a really nice brochette, if you will, of leaders. Um, so today we're launching the podcast, but we're also launching the Empower Your Team movement. What is the Empower Your Team movement? It's a movement through which we want to engage you. You individual contributor, you leader, you organization, you organizations worldwide, we want to support you through tools, through uh, conversations, through inspiration to create a shift in your culture. I'll be more specific. We want to help you support your leaders to shift from a leader that needs to have the answer that is involved in the how we do things that is directive to a leader that has a coaching approach that is focused on the where we're going helping their people achieving it through their questions through their empathy through their feedback through their coaching really helping people express their full potential being engaged being uh, innovative and being empowered, really. So that's the movement. And so the podcast is in that line. That's the same objective, same intent. And I just realized as I was preparing for this introduction that I've never, through these podcasts, presented you with the model that we find in the book, that we find in our programs, that you find in the season one of our podcast. This is how we've built our podcast following our model, the 5C model of team efficiency and team engagement. And so I thought this was a great opportunity for me to, to, to share with you where it all started and how um, we can support you through that model and how it evolves and how you can go from one step to another and then come back to the prior step and then move in that scalable wheel to not only grow as a leader, but also to help your team grow and, and really be efficient, be engaged and, and be performing. And so in a quick description, and I have my book here uh, so that I can, I can actually look at it. So if you have the book, you'll find this in different pages, such as um, page 49, 40, 50, page 50. Okay, and there it is. This is the 5C model. And it starts with you as a leader, with you connecting with yourself, with you understanding the impact that you have on others, with you accepting that you um, are not perfect, but that's not the angle with which we look at it, but with understanding that we're in a growth process, that we're always growing as human beings. And if we accept that, then we don't lead uh, through our ego, but we lead through just growing and learning and giving our best and, and being open, being transparent, being vulnerable, being authentic. That's connecting with yourself. And if we don't do that, then we cannot grow and we cannot have our team grow. And that's what is needed. We need to help our team 
through the conditions that we are going to create. So winning condition, which is our second C. Uh, through the winning conditions that we're going to create, we will create a good climate, a favorable climate for people to perform, people to feel engaged. Uh, con conditions like the ability for your team to trust one another, to be authentic, as I mentioned earlier, um, to be vulnerable in a way that I can say, you know what, I need you. I don't have the answer. I don't know how to do this. This I know, but that I don't. And you're the best for that. So why don't we work together? Um, winning conditions in terms of really having real conversations. And when I say real conversations, I mean real conversations that were we're okay giving each other feedback. We're okay. And, I'm, and I know these are all words that are overrated, overused. Uh, I would hope that through my message here, you, you understand and you hear the, um, I, I was about to say the basicness, if you will, of what I'm saying, meaning real conversations, giving each other feedback is a, a sign of respect. If I take the time to tell you something of what I feel you're doing great and what I feel you could do better and what I feel uh, would improve the way we work together, it's because I have respect for you and I treat you as an adult, adult, adult relationship. And that's what you as and us as leaders, we need to create for our teams, that climate where that is possible. Um, and I know it's not easy, but that's that's why we're the um, the chef d'orchestre, if you will, the conductor. And so that's our second C. The third C is really about the coaching, the coaching approach. I, I have a lot of experience. I'm uh, I'm a, I'm a mature woman, and I've seen I've seen a lot of things, and I've coached a lot of people. I've coached a lot of teams, a lot of executives. And through the years and every time, every single time, I get that confirmation that the coaching approach throughout all the leadership style is probably one of the most difficult and yet the most powerful. And I'm not saying you should use it all the time for every situation, but what I'm saying is the more you will flex your muscle as a leader to be a coach and a real coach, not a mentor, a mentor, I should say, not a mentor, but a coach, a true coach then that's how you can really, truly empower your team. And so that's the model. We go after, uh, we, we look after what is that science and that art of being a leader coach. The fourth one is really the team contract, the team contract. How do we contract what kind of behaviors we want to have with one another? What's acceptable? What's not acceptable? Where should we focus? And, and that team contract can change depending on the need, depending on what, uh, who's on the team, what are the circumstances and whatnot. But we need to agree on what is our team USC. I'll talk about that in a minute. What is our team USC? What is our focus? What are our objectives? Uh, what are the behaviors, the norms? Um, the roles we want to play, our individual USC, unique strategic contribution, all of that, the clearer it is, obviously, the better we can operate. And all of that, a scalable wheel and those steps is what will create, if you will, the fifth C, which is the culture. The culture, the culture of empowerment, of empowerment, where people are masters of their domain in a way, but not in a, 
I let them be and I don't check in and I, I'm not here to, to coach. But in a, in a very empowering way, in a way where they feel you trust them with their expertise to deliver the best value, the best uh, results that they can deliver. And we all operate within a team, within an organization, with that culture. That's the goal. That's the goal of going through this, this 5C model. And uh, the most probably important step in that model is what you will find in the middle, the USC, the unique strategic contribution, which is the level, the highest level at which you should operate as a team and individually. And if you don't operate at that level, it means that you're depriving the organization, you're depriving your team from your best value, from your best contribution, and you're, you're not allowing for people to, to grow because you're operating at their level. You're doing stuff that your peeps should be doing. You're, you're involved in files in ways that you don't have to. It's not that you can't. Of course you can, and of course you know how to do that, but you don't have to. That's not where you bring your best value. And so each individual and each team actually needs to operate at that USC level. And once that's really clear, from a team perspective and individually, then all the rest kind of falls into place in a much uh, smooth, smoother way and in a much easier way and in a much uh, engaging way. And so, um, so, so that scalable wheel is, is just a way to grow as a leader and as a team. And I thought it was really interesting to hear Isabelle Dessureau talk about one of her tools that's in a way similar but for the first C if you will for the she's got a wheel of her own but for the first C knowing yourself connecting with yourself as a leader so I thought what a best way to start our podcast with connecting with yourself as a leader and, and understanding how you can grow and, and be self-aware and, and know what are your strengths how you need to grow where you need to develop Um, so I really invite you to listen to Isabelle with a pen and paper and make some notes and I'll see you on the other side. Welcome to the Empower Your Team podcast series with your host, Chloe Caron, founder and president of O2 Coaching. In this podcast series, Chloe and her guests will take you on a journey, sharing their leadership stories, struggles, successes and learnings. The conversations will highlight practical advice and insights for leaders. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to our Empower Your Team podcast. Today, Isabelle Desureau, our Quebec government delegate in Barcelona, in Spain. Hola, Isabelle. ¿Cómo estás? Bienvenida. Sí, sí. ¿Qué tal? Muy bien. 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 It, this is really an amazing uh, opportunity for us to talk about alignment, I would say. And I'll start with a quote because I think that really encapsulates what we want to talk about, which is you've got to pick the environments that work for you. Context is so important. The unfiltered leader with an amazing success in one situation will be a catastrophic failure in the other, in another situation. And that quote will put all the reference, but it's from Eric Barker. Um, what, what are your thoughts on that? 
I don't know if I would agree totally regarding the total failure because I think that, you know, there's no, it's not really black and white, but I definitely agree with the fact that you can be uh, the leader that really fits a certain context, a certain culture, corporate culture or uh, entrepreneurial culture, and that you won't be as um, powerful and as um, happy as a leader as well uh, in in another uh, in another context. So, and but you are the same person. You are the same leader, but your uh, style of leadership uh, can be uh, even you know within the same organization from one time to five years after might be the case as well. Uh, so interesting to, to uh, interesting topic to, to talk about. And, and all that because uh, the importance of knowing yourself is where we're headed here in this conversation. The importance for a leader to know who they are as a person and as a leader. I'd like to hear you more on that. Yeah, I think we've talked a lot in um, the recent years about EQ. Uh, you know, your, um, your emotional uh, the IQ, but emotional uh, intelligence. And one of the four pillars of uh, EQ is to know yourself and that the way others are seeing you match. Uh, so uh, this is because you, you, you might think you are a, a leader of a certain type or that you are uh, very effective in in specific situation, uh, but if others don't see it like that, then there's there's a misfit. Uh, and in terms of uh, EQ, that might show something as well. So I think that to know yourself, and it's it's a journey uh, that you can start when you're a kid. If you have if you are lucky enough to have adults around you that help you into that, uh, or otherwise, like me, it was really like it was an awakening in my 30s. And I'm still into that, and I think that uh, all the time, this is not like a destination. This is really like a journey to know yourself and to have the, uh, the, the humility and the curiosity to go into that process on and on and to have the courage to uh, start again into a certain introspection of, uh, of who you are what you want, but also uh, the responsibility you you have is in certain situation, and uh, know your 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 beliefs, know your limits, uh, and it's it's a wonderful journey. It it could be a tough one, but it's a wonderful one. It's, some would say it's the only one possible, but uh, in order to to really achieve uh, what you call flow and what you call alignment with yourself, how do we know we're in flow and how do we know we're aligned? Uh, the flow uh, for me is is like a, a, a mental and physical state, really, uh, that you feel that, I don't know if at that moment you can say I'm aligned, but definitely you feel that alignment, but uh, definitely you are somewhere where you don't want it to change anything the, with the people with who you are, what you're doing, uh, what you're experiencing, and that specific moment and you want this to continue not that it will be the same in two minutes or in an hour or next day but that uh, that state of mind 
to be very confident about what you're bringing into that situation. And it's not the ego that is talking uh, there. It's really that your, your life mission uh, as a leader or uh, in your life is really uh, getting all of its uh, purpose at that specific moment and that you want that to, to continue. And uh, that's, that's an amazing uh, feeling. I've um, experienced it. Two years ago, it's it's weird to say that because people was away. You enter the flow and you continue. No, you can lose it because we're stressed. Because, uh, but it's it's a uh, it's a work to um, to go back into it, and uh, I think it's uh, it's a daily work in a sense or daily um, discipline? commitment. Discipline? Would you say? Com- so you said commitment? Yeah. yeah. Commitment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you um, you talk about knowing yourself as one of the best tools to actually achieve that flow and that alignment. I understand you've got a specific tool that you've worked with that really helped you uh, define who you are, what's important for you. Uh, would you mind sharing that tool with our uh, with our audience? Yeah, well, I, I call it, or it is called, I don't know exactly, um, a loop of uh, maturity. And it starts with introspection, uh, so that your willingness to go inside yourself and try to to uh, to look for something and be okay to to with everything that you will find, eh? Because it's not only uh, always uh, very there. It's sometimes it can be dark a bit, but that you're willing to enter this introspection uh, process and then. To have the uh, the humility to to recognize your limits, your belief, uh, maybe uh, some um, uh, some fears that that you have as well, and just like be very humble about the fact that you have all of that, and also uh, analyzing some some situation and uh, take responsibility in, in that situation, and then have the curiosity to look for other. Um, other journey, other way of uh, evolving in, in in your journey as a leader to learn, to be maybe more uh, of a learner for a certain period and to look around for many other perspectives. So having that curiosity to, to look around and to learn from others. Uh, and finally, the courage to, um, to act based upon uh, what, you, what you've discovered and maybe to change uh, things in, in your, uh, in your um, leadership style or in your role as a leader or even of an, the environment. And then you, you, you start again with the introspection. For me, this loop is usually like a two years uh, journey or process and then I'm, I'm, I'm within uh, again. And it's called maturity because as you as you evolve, you gain maturity around what you yeah. want. I'm assuming and 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 how you want to behave and the values you want to live by. What's one of the values you want to live by, actually, or that you live by? I was, I should yeah, say. that's a, that's an interesting exercise actually that I've done uh, probably ten years ago. And uh, every five years, I'm asking myself if I still have the same. Values, because you know we we do this exercise uh, in uh, in the corporate world, the vision, the mission, the values, 
And uh, I think that's very interesting uh, that we should, we should do it actually in our own life. And for me, freedom was one of the, the value that I was, uh, that I, I cherish. And I, I understand by identifying uh, freedom as a value, the choices I've made and maybe also a filter through which I will make a decision in, uh, in the future as well. So interesting to know uh, your, your values and um, to, um, to check, uh, because usually it shouldn't, it shouldn't change much over, over, over the time. Yes, they, they, they are the anchoring is what I'm, um, I'm understanding from you. They're the yeah. anchoring of who we are and then we make those decisions based on that. Um, so the courage, the freedom, how did they help you go through probably one of the hardest uh, situation or challenge you've, you've faced as a leader? Uh, we had a chance to, to, to chat about it uh, earlier, you and I, and I, you, you were asking that question, what was the, the biggest uh, difficulties or um, highest challenge I've, I've, uh, I've encountered? I would say to realize that I was not aligned uh, with the values of uh, the organization or the leader or the, the environment in which I was evolving uh, and to realize that's why I was maybe not very well into mm-hmm. what I was going through. And so this is a difficult situation and acknowledgement as well. So um, I would say that if, if you look at it and think that this is not against anybody or against any organization, but you are doing it for yourself, mm-hmm. you know, this is very, this is like very powerful words not against anybody, uh, but for you, uh, you do it uh, for your um, for a, a better well-being, a, a better continuity of of your of your journey uh, as a leader. I think that then you feel less guilty about uh, judgment that uh, you, you might think, oh no, my God, I'm judging, and am I better? No, it's not better or worse. It's just that uh, if it's not aligned. Uh, with who you are and what you want to become, still become, then you must act. Another way to say this would be to to express your full potential. It doesn't mean that... I really like it. Yeah, yeah I really it, like the way that we say it. journey to express your full potential and sometimes you need to move to a different place in order to express that full potential. Yeah. Um, what's one word that would describe who you are now as a leader? Mm. Can I use two two words? Yeah, absolutely. Is it working? The same price. <laughs> I feel confident uh, to say and humble at the same time. So confident and humble to say that now I see myself and I I want to continue uh, to become a better um, a purpose enabler. Mm-hmm. So that's really my life mission every day. Uh, and I feel that professionally, I have an amazing uh, chance to help others uh, realize their purpose. And uh, so like an enabler of, uh, of doing that. I, I know that in the past, I, I saw myself more as a change maker, uh, a risk taker, you know. Uh, but now um, I really like that kind of label, the purpose enabler. It doesn't seem very humble. 
but um, it's really something that every morning um, I'm uh, repeating to myself and at night I'm happy and I feel happy if I feel that I've uh, I focused on that objective uh, during my day. It's it's very actually I would say very generous in a way to have that uh, that vision of yourself because that's the intention with which you go about your day every day and you make sure that you enable other people other organizations to live their purpose. So I that's our mission too in a way at O2 Coaching is to help others express their full potential and express their contribution. Um, so thank you for, for your time, Isabel. This was very generous of you. I really appreciate it. Hasta luego. Muchas gracias. <laughs> and thank you for this amazing opportunity uh, to share. And uh, I would uh, uh, I would like any time to, to continue this discussion. It, it was great. And thank you so much for, for this uh, uh, podcast series. Thank you, Isabel. We'll do. We'll catch up again. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Wow, what a great example of authenticity, humility. It really resonates with me, the fact that we need to start with us, that we need to start with connecting with ourselves and knowing ourselves, because it's hard to lead in, in a very authentic and not seamless way, but aligned way when we don't know ourselves. And so for that, I wanted to provide you with all of you who are members of the Empower Your Team movement, you will have access, and that's free, you will have access to all our online self-assessment, whether it's leadership styles, whether it's communication styles, and so many other um, self-assessments just to help you know yourself, know your strengths, know your, your opportunities for development. So go on the website, empoweryourteam.com. And if you're not a member already, go and use those tools. You might have your own tools internally in your organizations, uh, but just go in and see. And the more you, you know yourself, the better you can lead and, and the more aligned you are with yourself. Because I remember myself when I started many years ago, too many, too, too long ago, I started as a lawyer in a big firm in M&A in, in Montreal, downtown Montreal. And I, I was doing okay, but I wasn't really happy. And I wasn't aligned with what I wanted to contribute to the world, what I wanted to use in terms of my strengths. And so I really did a lot of soul searching. And I remember many friends were supporting me, giving me options and, and with them and through my own uh, development and through the support of a coach, I really um, figured out what I really wanted. And I remember one day I was golfing with my friend Natalie and she said, you know, I've got the thing for you. And that's when I started my career in pharmaceutical. I was there for 15 years, became a manager, a leader. I loved it, loved it, loved it. Fell in love with coaching. And that's how I started my business. And now fast forward six years ago, through a lot of effort and energy and, and soul searching, as I mentioned, um, I now have a, a very flourishing business, um, obviously with many challenges, but I'm really happy with what my own USC is, my own unique strategic contribution to the world. I feel I have the best channel to offer that to the world with a team of people that I love, with clients that I really, really love. I think they're great. I think they're appreciative. I think they're willing to grow. Uh, they're willing to, to operate those shifts to have the impact on the world and on the organization. I'm really, really, really lucky. Now, that came 
with a lot of, as I said, soul searching, identifying who I was, what I wanted, what I did not want, where I was good, where I needed to, to grow. And I do, I still do that, obviously. I still look at how I operate, um, what impact I have on my team, on my clients, where I can improve. The past year has been just a crazy year where we've talked about how we can grow as a company. And I needed to grow like I've never grown in the past year. And so um, that's, I guess, what I want to invite you to think about. You as a leader, how can you keep that wheel of evolution for yourself, that wheel of growth, if you will, for yourself? So until next time, be inspired and be inspiring. Looking forward to hearing you and seeing you soon. Thanks for listening to the Empower Your Team podcast. Now it's time to take action. Join the leaders who are already part of the Empower Your Team movement and visit our website at empoweryourteam.com to know more on how to participate. Thank you.